Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Mind your business only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. Welcome to the breakfast show with me, Ryan Huang and Lin Li. Mm-hmm. So, Ryan, if you bought anything before, especially online, there's a high chance that your goods pass through a warehouse or distribution center, right? That's the business that ESR Logos Read is in. It's an industrial real estate investment trust. That's right. But with all the talk about the global economy slowing down, are there tougher times ahead, especially as we see businesses and consumers start to get more cautious? Yes, I read also in the news lately, making some moves is divesting seven properties to raise money, though this deal has raised some eyebrows. To break it all down, we have Adrian Chui, CEO and Executive Director of ESR Logos Funds Management, in the studio with us right now. Hey, morning. Let's start first with a bit of an overview, right? So there's been a lot of talk about how things are slowing down to some extent. What are you hearing from your tenants and, of course, observing around you? How bad is it, in that sense? Well, I definitely there's cautious uh, going into the market right now. Everyone's just looking at datas, and clearly uh, datas also shown that manufacturing has slowed down. Um, China's reopening is not as robust as people think they are, so that's affected sentiments. However, I think for us, um, as is for the industrial sector, especially logistics sector, because of the favorable demand supply dynamics due to um, supply chain disruptions still being continuing, uh, we are still seeing tenants' uh, business still doing well. Uh, we have not seen uh, really what we call delinquencies or companies going uh, belly up in, in layman's term. Um, but definitely sentiments in terms of expansion, demands and need for space has actually become more cautious. Um, for what we see is that um, the first half of this year will probably be performing as uh, well as what the market expects. You know, but I think second half you'll probably see things slowing down, um, and this is where um, we have as three managers is how we're going to manage uh, mm-hmm. how things are going to slow down, and also I think the other risk is also the continued uh, rise in interest rates mm-hmm. that will actually be sitting on everybody's mind um, because that will actually affect um, valuation because as you know, for REITs uh, we do valuations uh, using discounted cash flows yeah. as well as capitalization rates which is very linked much to interest costs. So I think the second half a lot of focus will probably on interest rate rises um, and then subsequently I think the key will be how long will the high interest rate rises <laughs> yeah. stay? You know? So there's a lot of stuff to unpack and I think we'll get into those portions in the coming moments but I think I want to dive into the meat of this which is why you're making the news. You're selling seven mm. non-core assets in Singapore and Australia for around $337 million and a portfolio of five assets being divested for $313.5 million, mm. that represents a 5.1% discount to valuation. So that's raising some eyebrows. People are asking, hey, are you under pressure to sell it at that price? Is the price right? Is there some urgency to sell the properties at a loss? How do you answer those concerns? Well, I think the first thing, Ryan, is that the key is the word non-core assets. Mm-hmm. These are non-core, which essentially means they're short land leases. It's small in size. There's not much we can do in terms of asset enhancements as or redevelopments. So these are non-core assets. And that is where we are divesting. We are not divesting our crown jewels. Logistics and industrial assets are not like residential units, cookie cutter. Mm. There are specifications, different size, different locations. And we have been selling non-core assets since 2021. Variety of premium as well as discount to, to, to valuation. And it's, a lot of times it really depends on who are the buyers, mm-hmm. the interest rate environment during that time. 
as well as the fact that uh, whether the buyers is an end user who wants to use the space for their own or they are an investor. I think in this portfolio, what we did is we are of the opinion that this portfolio, especially the five Singapore assets where the land leases are very short. When land leases are short, it means that your rate of decline in valuation will start to increase as the land leases get shorter. And from our minds, and with rising interest rate environment coming up, as I earlier pointed out, that it may affect valuation, we thought mm-hmm. that this is the okay. best time to sell. What do you mean but, short? What does it mean? Oh, we have 25 years left. Mm-hmm. You know, it's even shorter than some of the HDB <laughs> units that uh, you know, left 40, 40 and 50 years that people were, at a period of time, were crying about. So I think for us, the most important these assets are short land lease, non-core. We divest them and we take the money to reinvest and recycle them into better quality or in-demand modern warehouses mm-hmm. that uh, we are keen on to make sure that the distributions and overall valuations are being uh, maintained or not improved. Yeah, I was about to ask you that. What is the overall strategy of those divestments and what kind of benefits are you seeing from that? Well, I, I guess what we are seeing is, first thing, um, these are industrial assets and warehouse, and there are limited life usage in terms of the usage of the by tenants because uh, technology changes. Mm-hmm. Um, warehouses today are quite different from what we call a shed 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, technologies are used, used inside. Um, so we are recycling some of these assets, uh, the proceeds that we divest from these stone core assets into um, new and more modern warehouses like coastal store warehouses, ramp up uh, logistics warehouses mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that they are more in demand and we see that benefit uh, coming in and we have been also been seeing the rental reversions in our portfolio. It tends to come from all these oh, more okay. in demand mm-hmm. warehouses, uh, modern warehouses. Alright, we're in conversation with Adrian Tree. He's the CEO and Executive Director for ESR Logos Fund Management which manages ESR Logos REIT and I believe this is all part of a 4R strategy. Yes. Rejuvenate, recycle, recapitalize and reinforce. I'm going to throw in a fifth are rising interest rates. So how has that been affecting your read when it comes to appetite for growth, acquisitions, refinancing? Is that a way to go? Sell assets instead of borrowing? I think it's a function of both. Um, when in a low interest rate environment, obviously, uh, uh, that is the way to go and even the fundraising as well. But I guess uh, in the times where things have changed, cost of us have changed, you have to have a mix of both uh, selling assets, especially non-core ones, to, to have some funds and redeploy them. And I think increasingly, well, I mentioned, Ryan, you mentioned the 4R. Mm-hmm. I think increasingly, with the rising interest rate environment, we are seeing the fifth R that's emerging called repricing of assets. <laughs> <laughs> so that gives us opportunities. And I think for us, uh, uh, we're pretty cashed up. Uh, oh. We don't have a no more loans for us to refinance for the rest of the year. Okay, and great. then uh, some of the sale proceeds that we have will be used to pay down loans that is in 2024, uh, which means that we have less loans to pay off and any interest rate rises will be less affected by us. And then it gives us the debt firepower to you know, deploy into better uh, investment opportunities when the asset repricing kicks in. And uh, what are you seeing in that area? You know, what are the opportunities that you hope to see? Yeah. I think um, Singapore uh, will continue to afford us, but this time we will make sure that the assets that we have uh, looking or have longer land leases, mm-hmm. uh, which our sponsor, ESR Group, actually ha- obviously has them. Uh, at the same time, we're looking uh, overseas as well, especially only in markets uh, where ESR Group has actually a footprint and platform, mm-hmm. in terms of operations and people there. Um, and overseas markets tend to give 
give you a longer longer land lease as well as freehold assets, and ah. that will address the perennial problem with Singapore industrial assets that has very short land leases. Any okay. markets in particular? Uh, we're very focused on Japan and Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Australia right now we have what we call a negative spread, whereby the cost of funding is uh, more expensive, mm. is higher than the uh, what we call the cap rates or yields of assets. So that is one market we'll monitor. Uh, however, I don't think there's something is a big thing for us to rush in. Mm. I think Japan and Singapore will continue to offer us the opportunities, given that obviously Singapore is a home market, we are here. And Japan, uh, there's still a positive spread between the cost of funding as well as the underlying yield of the assets. Yeah, what sort of mix are you looking out for? Because right now you're super focused on Singapore, but you're going yeah. overseas. Is there a percentage mix you're hoping to split it into? I, if, I see, if I put a crystal ball to myself three to five years, I would see that Singapore will continue to still anchor the whole portfolio, mm-hmm. uh, probably in the region of about 60 to 70%, and with the rest being for overseas markets of uh, Japan and Australia. Today, we are 75% mm. Singapore, so I do think that the overseas contributions of the assets uh, would start to come in. And, and uh, assets in uh, Australia as well as Japan tend to have a larger value as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to raise that 5 I brought up, repricing. Have you been able to reprice your rent? for some of your tenants. Have you had to? Um, yeah, definitely, Ryan. Um, I think the one segment that is really uh, allow us to have positive rental reversions uh, is actually in the logistics segment. Uh, across the board, in my portfolio, we're seeing rental reversions positive across all the, across the board from business parks, general industrial building, logistics, as well as what we call high-specs uh, mm. properties. But the high-specs as well as the logistics properties, what we like to call new economy assets, are the ones that is driving bulk of the rental reversions mm. uh, double-digit rental reversions. We had it in last year, 11.6%. I think this year, we will be close to see double, at least for the first half, will also be around the same area. But probably in the second half, I think we've business sentiments slowing down uh, we would think that uh, that reversion will be slower but it's nevertheless still positive Now Adrian on a more macro level what do you think are the biggest challenges and key drivers of growth for the REIT market? I think it's all interest rates I think mm. interest rates is, is the key determinant of the growth as well as the valuation of uh, the REIT market we have been enjoying uh, quite a high positive low interest rate environment for 10 years mm. uh, it's catching up Right now, um, I think it's not a bad thing. It allows uh, investors to to see the different REIT manager strategies, how we manage uh, our capital uh, structure. I think increasingly REITs strategies, at least how to manage capital structure, is becoming more important in how you're managing the overall REIT. Not just the underlying assets, leasing out the cookie cutter mm-hmm. redevelopments, the asset enhancements. But I think capital structure has increasingly become more important because this is one thing when macro factors like interest costs, you cannot control. All right, that's all the time we have for today with Adrian Tree. He is the CEO and Executive Director for ESR Logos Fund Management, which manages ESR Logos Read. Adrian, thanks for joining us today. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.